0: You're listening to the Mindful Biz Podcast. I'm Alison Morgan, business coach at Relauncher. Helen Marshall is founder of Primal Alternative and she joins us in this episode. Faced with a long list of digestive issues, Helen turned to a primal diet in an attempt to reset her health. Amazed at how her health and life transformed through changing the foods she ate, Helen wanted to help other women realise that they were not alone with their health problems. Using her Thermomix, Helen created a homemade range of primal alternatives to sell at her local farmer's markets, cafes, gourmet pizza shops and health food stores. Helen has now licensed primal alternative business model to empower creative mothers like her with a passion for primal foods and to run a successful business from home. Helen also helps women get their health back with one-to-one coaching, 21-day challenges, and her Primalista license, which brings business opportunities to other women. Hi, Helen. Thanks so much for joining us here today. How are you? I
1: am super well as always, Alison. It's cool to hang out with you today. Thanks for having me on the show. My pleasure. Are
0: you having a good week?
1: I'm having a really good week. Oh,
0: yeah. good. Like, no dramas.
1: School <laughs> last week, no dramas. Everything's just cranking up again. You know, like it does at the start of a new school term, and I am ready for it. Bring That's it on. So
0: good. Do you work during the school <laughs> holidays, or how does it work for you?
1: I don't do appointments. So I've got a podcast as well. So I don't do any podcast interviews during the holidays. And I don't interview for new producers yeah. during the holidays either. But there's certain things, as you'll know, being a business owner as well, that you just yes. kind of need to keep on top of yeah. a little bit. So I normally jump on, I might do something anywhere between like, you know, half an hour to an hour of computer stuff a day during the holiday but I actually love working so I found that trying not to do any work in the school holidays was like a real struggle it was like holding me back from what I love to do anyway so I just try and jump on whenever I can
0: keep oh, myself happy so <laughs> all right then so how about you introduce yourself to everyone
1: sure okay well um my name's Helen Marshall I'm primal health coach and founder of the grain-free food company primal alternative and we make alternatives to the foods that you just can't live without like bread pastries pizza cookies pancakes waffles wraps We, i think we pretty much hit every single trigger food
0: apart from (laughs) ice cream so (laughs) so that's what we do Amazing. And you've got quite a different business model, haven't you? Yes, it's super different in the fact that most food companies are, well,
1: first of all, they're usually owned by big corporations that don't give two hoots about, that's a nice way of saying it, who don't give two hoots about your health or what's in the food. They really do just care about um, the bottom line and profit. Um, So this is a company that focuses on real food uh with real food ingredients no preservatives no nasties at all and it's all homemade with love so I don't know about you Alison but you know if you're like not feeling well and somebody makes you a lovely food lovely like chicken soup or something like when you've had a baby and someone brings a meal around there's so much love that goes into that food because it's homemade by a human do you know what I mean like that Mm. different energy that you tastes different it tastes different Yeah, it's a total Mm. different, I mean, we can't prove it yet, but soon it'll be proven that it's got a different kind of energetic frequency or vibration, right? Mm. So our products are all homemade locally by a primal alternative producer. So what I've done is licensed my successful business model so that other people who are into health and wellness and, you know, what happens when you have a health transformation is you You get to that point of self-transcendence when you want to go out and help other people. It's the same in business, right? You're like, this is work for me. I want to help you do well in your business too. And and so this just gives people like a vehicle to have their own business, but they don't have to reinvent the brand. They don't have to do all the labels, which are complete head scramble, right? Getting mm. those. And it's a legal a legal requirement. You can't just throw together a label. It's got to be done properly otherwise you're trading illegally right so all of that website in branding fancy photos um celebrity endorsements from you know chef pete evans joe Witten, um jordan pie just all of the amazing cindy o'meara all of the top kind of influencers in my industry love what we're doing and a big cheerleaders for us so when they buy into the primal alternative business they're coming on board with a brand that's already got customers waiting for them. So when they they take the products to their farmer's markets or health food shops, cafes, that kind of thing, um, people are like, Oh my goodness. yay, Primal alternatives in my area. So it's a really sort of decentralized model. Yes.
0: So they're, they're not buying into a franchise, are they?
1: Or are they? No. So no, they're not. So It's a a license, and the big difference between a franchise and a license is control. So, for example, I can think of another um, food franchise in the health and wellness space, and they would give you, you know, at the sort of, at the checkout, they would be telling you exactly how much of that percentage of the sale was going to the franchise or, you know. They have a lot of control Over your advertising your marketing all that kind of thing whereas with this license it's very much an opportunity for the producers to put their spin on it um, and create their own their own version of the brand so say if you came on as a producer allison you would have primal alternative by allison and you could do other things underneath that umbrella brand as well so right it's A lot more freedom. There's less, um, they don't pay royalties. So with a franchise, you pay a percentage of your profit to the franchise or with this license, you don't. Um, So, yeah, so just a lot more freedom and, yeah, less kind of, yeah,
0: paperwork. So if that's the case then, are you making products yourself these days or not?
1: No, I actually buy the products from From? my local producer because, you know, my days are spent in front of a computer interviewing for new producers, contacting influencers and growing the brand. So, yeah, so the marketing I'm not and business. Unless this, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I don't do any of the hands-on. I had to get out the business to work on the business.
0: Mm. How many years has the business been going for? So I
1: started making the primal alternative products myself around six years ago, and I did it for 18 months and loved it and thought, this is it. This is me set for life. This is what I'm going to do until I'm, you know, drop down dead. Um, And then a very local, um, yeah, a local friend just got me into some personal development work. And, you know, what was my big vision and how did I want my life to look? And if I knew I couldn't fail, what would I do with this business model? And it really just expanded my thinking around, you know, an offering that was only something that I could do for a few, you know, a few customers in my local area to an offering that is now on a global scale, Alison, and serving so many more customers than I, as just one woman, could physically serve. How many producers do you have on board? Well, since that, so I licensed the business and started a bit of a soft launch on Boxing Day, so that's the day day after Christmas, um, in 2016. So we're coming up to just four years. And in that time, 181 producers have come on board. And, we yes, it's it's amazing. And I've been focusing purely on Australia because, you know, I watch Shark Tank and... um, (laughs) (laughs) dragon's den and you see quite a lot of people with licenses trying to go for the u.s market before they've actually
0: um
1: proven a concept and created a good foundation in their home country so i was like i'm not going to make that mistake but they're like i've got three producers in the u.s and that's purely just from organic reach through Mm. social media like i haven't targeted the u.s um i've also got a producer in new zealand and two in the uk so those are like the four countries that we're that we're currently in and looking to grow and it's a business model that started to answer a need that I saw for health enthusiasts that were mostly women so women who wanted to work from home didn't want to return to the corporate world maybe it was kids maybe it was lifestyle or health but we have now evolved to be a brand that also works really well
0: Mm. for guys
1: so anyone that identifies
0: as a human is welcome to apply
1: to be a producer. (laughs)
0: So how do you monitor quality control, you know, with the products that are going out? It's
1: a great question and it's one that I get asked a lot. Um, And there's two, two factors to it. So one, all of the producers are regulated by their local environmental health officer, which is brilliant from a business perspective because it means I don't need to travel around the country Auditing people's kitchens because that's already taken care of by the health department. Thanks, the health department. So that's really good. So the health department makes sure everybody is um you know up to scratch uh with their food handling food safety in their local area and they monitor that on an ongoing basis, which is awesome. And then the other the other thing I've done to keep it to really ensure that consistency across the brand. It's just to keep the recipes really simple. So you don't need to be an artisan baker or have any kind of catering background. The recipes are just literally measure, mix, bake. And because it's, you know, we're not using flours, we're not using yeasts, there's no rising, there's no proving. So it's a very simple, they're very simple recipes and and really most people
0: get them um, down pat first time. Right. Amazing. That's so good. And how do you find your producers? Obviously some find you through social media. Do you run ads? Do, do other producers tell their friends? How's it grown?
1: Yeah, um, so the biggest um, way that we've grown was to get uh, a collaboration with Joe Whitten from Quirky Cooking. So back in 2017, like when I was literally in the first year of selling licences, I reached out to Jo and said, hey, Jo, I've got this idea. She loved it because it's ethical, community-centric, it helps women stay at home, all of her values as a foodie as well. And so she um, shared my story and the business opportunity with her huge audience of you know just under a quarter of a million followers and shared me on a podcast, in a newsletter. And that really catapulted the brand. And then a few months later, I just reached out to Chef Peter Evans and said, hey bro, do you want to do a bread together? And he said he did. And um, he, I sent him some, you know, I developed the recipe and, uh, cause he's a busy man. Uh, I really just wanted to, you know, get in front of his audience. And I sent him some bread to try and he just replied and said, bread's great, let's go. And the next thing, he'd shared it on Instagram. We hadn't even finalised the labels. I hadn't even put the recipe up for the producers yet. And I was remember at the moment I was sat in a cafe and I was getting all these messages that the website had crashed because oh, people were trying really? to buy this bread.
0: <laughs> and I how just many, how thinking, many people were hitting the website for the website to crash? Oh, my goodness.
1: Lots. Like we're talking thousands all at once. Thousands thousands all, all at, once. at once trying to purchase this bread oh and we're talking God. a couple of years ago when Pete was really it was all about food Pete's moved on to bigger yeah. issues now which <laughs> I yeah. think is awesome but um he was all about the food back then um yeah, and I remember just sitting in the cafe and just thinking, this is a freaking <gasps> awesome problem to have. Pete Evans has crashed my website and it doesn't take long wow. to fix, right? You know, so yeah. uh, we we just took some um, pre-orders of the product until we got the labels out to our producers. And that's the cool thing about being such a grassroots business that you can make changes really quick. Mm. You know, we don't order thousands of labels at a time. Um, it's very much... Um, we can make we can tweak and, and change all the time because we're so like a small, you know, collection of small businesses really. So yeah, yeah it's been fun. That's the that's the best way that we've grown. I've about a year ago I took on a marketing team to help me with Facebook ads because it really isn't my zone of genius. And I was spending hours and then not really knowing if the ad was hitting the mark or not. But the team I've got on board really helped and I've really noticed that just in terms of retargeting warm audiences. And then the other way that I'm growing the business is with influencer campaigns. Mm. So getting product out to, um, influencers who then will share an Insta stories or they'll do, you know, nice reels or something cool like that. Yeah. And then I've got the funnel on the website end to kind of capture them, capture the leads, take them through nurture series. Um, if they want to be a producer, got the shop if they want to place an order and then the marketing just to kind of retarget them. Yeah. And that seems to be working really well and it just frees up my time to do the things that I like to do,
0: Alison, which is, you know, connecting with people and oh, interviewing yeah. producers. Yeah. yeah. So when, when people go onto your website to purchase an order, does that go through to the local um, producers or is it coming through to you or how does that work? Yeah, so the shop's decentralised as
1: well. So yeah. Primal Alternative takes the orders and is essentially a bit like a retailer or a stockist. Mm. And then the order comes through. We've got, it's a really, it sounds really basic, but it works so well, so we're sticking with it. Um, we just have an online shop admin for each state, and then they share the orders with like an online shop a Facebook group, so all of the yeah. New South Wales Oh, what a great idea. And then they yeah. just share it out like that. Yeah, and it just goes to the nearest producer. Um, yeah. So, the, you know, our customers know that they're supporting local and they're going to get the freshest product delivered mm. to them. So it's really cool.
0: That is so, you know, I don't know anyone else that's doing like a business model like this at the moment. It's so clever. Um, and as you say, it's just ticking so many boxes for so many different people. Like it's really helping the community and just so many people like have jobs as well. I know it is, it, it
1: really is an incredible way of doing things. And it, yeah. it's not like I ever kind of sat down and brainstormed it and said, "Oh, there's nothing else like this out there. Mm. And even when we put ourselves under the banner of a license, even then it doesn't even feel like a license. You know, it's, it's something different that's helping people stick to a healthy way of eating, whether it's low carb, paleo, vegan, keto, um, and it's also empowering small business owners yeah. with a business model that works. And our stay rate in terms of producers is really high. So, you know, like I said before, there's been 181 licenses sold. And in that four years, we've still got 121 producers on board. So that's only a 33% so Isn't it? So when you think about like courses that I did in February, I can't be bothered. I'm not interested in that anymore. Mm. People stick around. And I think it's because one of the major draw cards is we've got a really awesome community. So it's very non-competitive. Everybody charges the same price. Um, and there's a real sense that of like an abundance mindset. So if somebody else starts up in your area, then that just means more people are gonna hear about primal alternative and you'll yeah. get more sales. Like that's the culture. So and it's so cool. So if you were to go on holiday or your oven broke or your kid was sick, you can just reach out to a yeah. nearby producer and say, Oh my god, can you help me out? And that's that's how it works. And it's a beautiful, such a like a collaborative community. And that so you know when you're you know, when you're a solo business owner, you so sometimes just feel so on your own. Like there's nobody who gets the shit days. There's nobody to celebrate the wins with. You know, like I'll say to my kids, oh, something amazing's happened today. And they're like, that's cool, mom. What's for tea? And you're like, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> whereas mm. when you've got a community that gets it, it can really help you. Um, yeah, just feel like that you're part of something a bit bigger than just your own gig, you know.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So the products um, that, that people can buy, as you said, they're all the yummy things like pizza bases and biscuits and, and all those things. What's the um, price range that people like, let's just say, for example, like the pizza bases, how much do they retail at?
1: So the pizzas retail, at, so two pizzas ready to go. So they're pre-cooked. So you just put your toppings on, chuck them in the oven, 10 minutes later, fake away. It's amazing. Um, so they tra- they retail at $14.40. For both of them. And our bread, yeah, for two. Yeah. And yeah. our breads retail at $16.50 a loaf. And if you're into this way of eating, nobody bats an eyelid because mm. – everybody knows, you know, normal breads made with flour and water and yeast, which yeah, are really cheap products, cheaper ingredients. Yeah. Right. But our products are made with things like almond meal and hemp seeds and coconut oil and eggs. And everybody knows that those are premium ingredients. And to be honest, like the cost, cost of goods or the cost to produce is, you know, around seven, $8 a loaf. So, mm-hmm. People know that, yes, they could go and make this themselves, but we're there for those days when you just can't be bothered or if you're just so committed to your health that you're looking for a quality outsource so that you know you're not going to fall off the wagon just because you can not be asked to cook Mm. something nice this week, you know? Yeah. Hmm. Oh,
0: my gosh. How often do you bring out new products? Too often, Alison. (laughs) Are they generally collaborative products that you're bringing out or – not. No. So, so I've actually said,
1: you know, I'm not going to do any more collaborative brand. <laughs> right. right. Because there's a royalty that's got to come out of that right. And, um, and it's worth it for the exposure. But in my eyes, collaborating with Chef, uh, Chef Pete Evans and Joe Witten is they're kind of like the pinnacle, the king and the queen of yeah. my wellness industry, you know. And there's no need to, um, to do any more collaborative brand agreements. But um, the products that I do bring out, they're all very streamlined. So um, when I first launched the license, I had five products and I swore down that I was just going to stick to the five products because I wanted to keep it streamlined and I wanted everybody to nail all of the products and be well known for doing a good job, you know. Yeah. But trends change, right? So people Mm -hmm. were coming up to me, they didn't want paleo bread anymore, Alison. They wanted low carb keto bread. So. What I did was I just swapped one of the ingredients from our zucchini bread, um, which was a tapioca starch, which is high in carbs, just swapped that out for some seeds and made a completely different product, totally different macronutrient panel. And so it's a different product, but it's a very streamlined change, you know, so... People have come to me and said, oh, you should do chocolate bars or you should do, you know, dehydrated things, which would mean more equipment, different ingredients. Yeah. And so although we've got a broad range, I think we've got about 13 products now, you know, from granolas to breads to cookies to pastries, etc. and we also do packet mixers. We also sell whole foods. So basically the Primalistas just sell on their ingredients very clever, yeah. Um, yeah, so there's, so, so there's those different arms to the business, and although there's a lot of uh range now, it is streamlined, but I am very careful not to bring too many products in because it just
0: gets too overwhelming for the producers, mm. yeah, exactly. Exactly. Oh my gosh, this is so exciting! So, how do you spend a typical <laughs> work day? I'm imagining that your days are quite varied, you know, you've got lots of things that you do.
1: Yeah, which suits me down to the ground. Yeah. Gemini. Um, so I have got I have what I call on stage and off stage days, Alison. So an on stage day is a day like so. There's set days in my week. So Tuesdays, Wednesdays, half of Wednesday, and all day Friday. So that's the days I'll interview new producers. I'll be interviewing guests for my podcast, being interviewed myself, and it's the meetings I'm on. I've curled my hair. I've put foundation on. You know. Mm. I'm ready. And then on the other days where it's more um, looking at the business model, it's supporting producers. It's, you know, speaking to the ACCC about a change I want to make in the label. It's coaching lists on branding and um, getting new product for the online shop. It's all those sorts of project work. I'll do that sort of thing on Mondays and Fridays, uh, sorry, Mondays and Thursdays. And in that, in that week as well, I've made sure that there's heaps of yummy nourishing things for me. So Pilates classes, Zumba classes, meditation, yeah. massages, taking my daughter to work, taking my daughter to school. She's not at work yet. At <laughs> um, having a coffee with my bestie. All of those things, they're like scheduled in because otherwise, I love my business so much I would just be working all the time, you yeah. know, because I love it. Like I'd never get tired doing it it's really important to have these things scheduled in for me to make sure that I actually go out exercise Mm -hmm. spend time with my family see my besties so that at the end of the week it's felt like a really nourishing all-rounded week yeah
0: that's great how many hours would you say that you work a day or is it too hard to say look it varies um not
1: very many definitely not 10 hours a day like I used to in corporate yeah probably uh, probably started work today about eleven. So what is it now? I've been working for an hour so far. I'll <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> probably I'll probably do another few hours this yeah. afternoon. Um, yeah. yeah. So I wouldn't put a yeah, and then other times, you know, you, you can be on Instagram on a night at half past eight at night with a cup of tea and a bit of chocolate mm. and you're talking to, you know, people. Um, so is that work? I don't know. The lines no, are so I don't boring. think that think. that's
0: work, but I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Yeah. So would you say that you are time poor? It doesn't sound like you are. No,
1: I'm not time poor. I used to feel time poor. I used to feel exhausted all the time and I used to feel really kind of resentful. Because I always felt like I was running around and never had much kind of white space in between mm. activities in my day, you know. But what I've done is looked at the things that drain me and I've outsourced them. Yeah. So I get help with cooking. Like I love, like for me, it's a real core value to have nutrient dense, amazing food every night but I can't be asked to cook it from scratch myself every night, right? Mm. So I outsource to um, a cooking company and, and then I just defrost it and heat it up and it's amazing and it takes me five minutes. Yeah, right. it's on the
0: table for everyone, and I'm happy. Is yeah, that a real, real delivery service research that you just get delivered weekly? Yes. Yeah, is, right.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. So, yeah. So they do that and that. That's so good. Mm. Um, and I also have a cleaner. I've got heaps of support in terms of, you know, a VA, a bookkeeper, a manager within the business who, you know, can run projects for me that might be a little bit more um, detail-orientated, research-orientated that I just don't have the time or the inclination for. Yeah. Um, so I've got that support around me so I can always kind of push jobs to other people to keep things moving along so that the things that I'm doing – don't exhaust me. I'm totally energized doing
0: them. And I think I could do this till I'm 95, you know? Mm. Mm. Yeah, that's really good, isn't it? Far out. All right. So, what's the focus for the next six months for you? Finding more producers. Yeah. Um, that, is,
1: that is my focus. Um, because to grow the brand, we need more producers. We're still nowhere near saturation point um, for producers in Australia. Um, so I'm also looking to run some adverts to the UK market and to the US um, just to grow um, grow the, the producers there. And I'm looking to do that through targeted Facebook marketing. Um, I host regular webinars as well so people can come and find out all about it, meet me, ask their questions. Um, so I'm looking at you know KPIs in terms of Facebook adverts, influencer campaigns, always looking for new pictures, new, you know, making the products look amazing. Yeah. New um social proof from producers, just so people can get the confidence that yes, this is for them. Mm. And you know, it's such a low entry business model, Alison. I mean it's only five thousand dollars to get a license. Yeah. Um nothing, is so, it? you know, it's nothing when you think no, about courses not. that you might take. Yeah. It's it's very low entry uh, risk. So yeah, that's what my focus is for the next. Wow,
0: well, I would imagine this is actually quite a good market to be picking up producers, considering you know the state of the world, in particular over in the US and the UK with jobs. You know, there's so many people out of jobs or looking for jobs. This is such a great, um, you know, like work idea uh, to be a part of.
1: Yeah, you did, right, Alison. Um, you know, when COVID first hit, I was, remember thinking, you know, I think we're actually really well positioned to handle this mm. because we're already isolated working from home. We trade electronically. We can do contactless delivery, and we're in an, in an essential industry, food, right? And yeah. even in Victoria, when they had the five-kilometre radius restriction, because they were food producers, they could travel further to deliver food. They yeah. could get out to the farmer's market. That was the only thing they could get out of the house to do. God, I bet they were they were doing that job. <laughs> they were. Yeah. I mean, a real lifeline. And, mm. you, know, you know, for them to get out and, and to be of service and to connect. I mean, we're human beings. We need to connect. And, yeah. and they noticed in Victoria that the more that we went into different levels of lockdown, the sales went up. Yeah. Right. So it's just like the, the, there's more interest in yeah. health. Um, than ever before so it's a good industry to be in and I think like you said a lot of people are finding themselves displaced or they're just thinking hang on a minute I don't want to have that uncertainty of am I going to lose my job or not Mm. so with this you've got a lot more control over your income and your business
0: yeah so good all right so if anyone wants to become a producer or purchase these products where do they go if you head to primalalternative.com
1: It's all on there. And if you want to follow us on social media, follow me on social media. It's just at
0: Primal Alternative. Amazing. Helen, thank you so much for joining us here today. What an interesting conversation. Thanks, Alison. Yeah, it's been awesome to share with you and your audience. Thanks for having me.